Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello once again, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. And uh, yeah, if you're l- tuning in here thinking, I want to hear all about the Six Nations, um, where were you yesterday or when it, or the day, or whenever the, that podcast was put up? The relevant day. Where were you on the relevant where day? Where were you on the relevant day or night or whatever? It's already in the feed. Go and have a look at the last podcast. This one is a quick update on other matters, news, domestic issues. We didn't want to mix up our love of the Six Nations with everything else. So if you're listening to this one, all good. Uh, we're going to serve you up all the headlines and our take on what's been going on in the rugby universe outside of the Six Nations. And uh, it's been a trying week for Phil. How are you, mate? Oh, well, we've had to take your shoelaces out your shoes. <laughs> you know what, Tim? It's I look at it as some good news and some bad news. So... The two uh, club teams I support have both lost their directors of rugby. Yeah. In one case, it's probably not the best thing for the club. I'm speaking of Hurricanes losing Chris Boyd to Northampton Saints. Your beloved Canes. The On the other side of things, uh, my beloved Ulster losing Les Kiss is maybe the right thing. It's probably about mm. time that that happens. Well... <laughs> Right move, right time as well. Another mid-season sacking. How do we feel about this? I'm probably like you on the mid-season sacking, Tim. Yeah. I, I'm surprised, actually. It just... It doesn't seem like the logical thing to do for a Pro 14 team because it's not like they're going to get relegated. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just hold the season out. You can do it in a nice, orderly fashion. This is the whole point in the league setup as it is. It's just silly. It's a smash and grab for Champions Cup rugby, isn't it? Just trying to make a, a get, get a quick turnaround to try and get into a qualification position, but they're not that far away, or are they? Not, no, not that far away. But it's so I think it's it is a double thing. So you have the opportunity to do that. You also have it's it's like a no risk um, scenario. So they, they've put in place John O'Gibbs, or they've promoted John O'Gibbs to kind of acting director of rugby, and they've got a an pride Ulsterman himself. <laughs> yeah. And they've got a, a no-risk uh, option to have a look at him for three, four months to the end of the season, see if that's going to be a permanent oh, appointment. Like the Tigers did. It's, Aaron Major. It, it is similar. Hopefully, uh, Gibbs will last a little bit longer than Aaron Major. Um, so, yeah, I can kind of understand it. It's probably not what I'd do, but I can understand it. Otherwise, They're not going to keep it in John Gibbs' hands, though, are they? Dwayne Peel? I don't know. 
I, maybe they are. I, I don't, don't know. I'd be very surprised if they did. It's who who are the alternatives to get? Well, well, Ronan Gar is kicking his heels down in New Zealand. <laughs> well, he's not. I'd, he, I'm pretty certain he wouldn't take it. No, he's only just joined the well, Crusaders. I mean, isn't he doing it to go back to Ireland? Yeah, but he's doing. What? I think he's doing it with a, a much longer term approach, yeah. as we talked about before. Maybe he doesn't want a short term DOR appointment. Uh, they've only got four provinces, so I mean, let's, is that Kiss, Kiss Irish? Is he Australian? No, no, he's no, Kiwi. Australian, uh, Australian, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, he's uh, no, he's Kiwi. He's Australian, isn't he? I think he's Australian. But anyway, the point being is Australian former, Australian. yeah, yeah, played for New New South Wales. He has quite a Kiwi accent for an Aussie. Who? Well, I mean, oh I no, guess. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to think. No, he doesn't. Um, who would be your dream appointment? <sighs> I know who my dream appointment would be. There's only one. Actually. Tommy Bow, straight in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, to- a combination of Tommy Bow, Ruin Pinar. Uh, <laughs> I've got a and much much better one than that. Go on. It's the dream appointment, by the way, not the realistic appointment. The what the guy that should have it. Hmm. David Humphreys. You're sure. thinking along the right line, but no, he he's already done that. Yeah, and he also hasn't covered himself in glory I'm since going to Gloucester. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd want Humphreys. Go on, Mark McCall. Now you're talking, yeah. Because like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's happy at Saracens. It's an amazing place to be, but. You know, the heart wants what it wants. Mm. Yeah, I think take... I think he'd want to. Le- I think he he would feel with his CV and his credentials that he should be a contender for the Ireland gig. Yeah, but I don't think he ever will unless he goes back to the provinces. I don't know. It, and it doesn't strike me as a kind of an outstanding for whatever reason it is with Mark McCaw because he's such a mild mannered guy, such a meek fella. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd describe him as meek. No. I know what you mean. He's he's he's, he's quiet. Not, he yeah. has that. Yeah, he isn't front but, and center, is he? No, but you can imagine. I've never seen it myself. Uh, I've I've got to say, in in seeing him around the grounds and stuff, he always seems very level headed and measured, in a kind of Rob Baxter way. But I don't know. I can imagine a bit of menace. I can, yeah. So like, he doesn't shout at you. But he would leave a horse's head in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Baxter would just do the. I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, and make you make you feel. He'd make you crush you. Very, very matter of fact. Look, it is what it is. Here's the start sheets. We can still be friends, but you've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Was so Mark McCall would be a bit Mark, more sinister. Mark McCall probably is the dream appointment. You're right. I reckon. I don't think it's who un- else is out there. Uh, could could oh, go and know. get someone like uh, Scotty Robin Scotty Robertson. Jim who, Malinder. Oh no. Well, he's saying uh, maybe not. Jim Mullinder, perhaps doing a Stuart Lancaster role. Yeah, Stuart Lancaster, but not as a DOR. No, definitely not as a DOR. <laughs> uh, there must be some good Northern Irish talent. Oh, I know one for you. Unless he, no, I think he was at Ulster. Uh, what about Bell from Gloucester? But he's like, why would you take him and not? You got John O'Gibbs, the sort of both because he's an Ulsterman. I mean, I, I do think that. Yeah. When you are provinces and there's only four of you, that you must be used as well as develop to develop playing time. Is to oh de- no no I, I agree with you. But I mean you got John O'Gibbs, so why would you bring in Johnny Bell? John O'Gibbs not um, Kiwi. Yeah, I think he is. Oh sorry. Yeah. So like John O'Gibbs is fine. Who's he the Ulsterman in the setup? 
Oh, forget oh, it. it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, we're talking too much about this anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a short podcast. Um, yeah, so Chris, right. Chris Boyd going yeah, to Northampton. Uh, yeah, a short podcast, and we've dissected the CVs. Yeah, of exactly. Half the coaches exactly. So let's 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 rattle <laughs> through some other stories. Let's dissect the coaches for Northampton. Northampton, Chris Boyd, good appointment. Happy. Uh, Obviously not so for your beloved Canes. With the Canes hat on, no, definitely not. Um, Canes hat on. Behave yourself. With with my Avicii Premiership hat which is slightly larger than my Canes hat so I, I support the, the entirety of the Avicii Premiership above the Hurricanes as yes. do I and people don't uh, understand that when people get, like see me at games so who do you, who's your team who do you support well Doncaster I, isn't I, it I don't Rotherham Rotherham at the minute, yeah. but well, no, not really. But when he was when he was a player, that's a used... guy. That's a guy who can have a head coaching yes. job at Ulster. Yes. What an impact Nick Rouse has had at Rotherham. Why did we get that? Get hash- him in. Uh, hashtagging. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, anyway, Chris Boyd. Yeah, it's good. For, it's good. It's good. For, good for Northampton. I think what's interesting was the the, the chairman of Northampton has said we're going to keep local people around him. And I, I think when you look at Tom Coventry, that was the mistake London Irish made. Uh, a coach thought he could come in and play super rugby rugby in England it how, doesn't work how funny you mention that because I was in a Twitter argument with someone uh, who was it oh it was our good friends from Blood and Mud and um, we were just saying like New Zealand getting a New Zealand coach in in the Premiership isn't actually a, gar- you know, a guaranteed way for victory Tom Coventry being the exact exact example it's I gave it's not about New Zealand it's it's actually not respecting the DNA of the Avicii Premiership and, yeah, and the way it's done. And that's nothing to do well, with the nationality you are. New Zealand, lamb and rugby coaches are their two best exports. So and, when and was the last time a New Zealander or a top 14 coach won the Premiership? Good question. I, I know this because I looked it up. Hmm. Well, uh, or top 14, or you mean... Sorry, sorry Super, pro, rugby. Uh, super Rugby even. Um, it was New Zealander, a New Zealander, or any any sort of Southern yeah. Hemisphere checker with Leinster. Sorry, the Premiership. Oh, just yeah, the Premiership, yeah, yeah, just right? Sorry, okay. I don't know who is it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, if you. Ch- I'm, I'm pretty certain, and please correct me if I'm wrong. It was Sir Warren Gatland with wasps. Yeah. Wow. So it's a long, long time ago. Well, that, that, that doesn't mean that I think it's... It doesn't mean that It's at really all. churlish saying New Zealand, like, drawing, saying that and going, oh, New Zealand coaches aren't good. They are ex- ex- exceptionally good. What's good about Northampton is they're going, no, hold on, the, the Avicii is very different from Super Rugby, but the coaching ability of Chris Boyd is outstanding. We're <laughs> and gonna... we'll supplement him with... Dorian West. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> that remains to be seen. But that's where London Irish got it so horribly wrong. Don't worry, Boydy. The forwards will be sorted. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. But Chris um, Boyd plays a brilliant brand of rugby, has experience bringing t- incredible talent through, nurturing them and getting the best out of them both up for a club team and then for them to shine on, really, on the really national stage. Good CV, Chris Boyd. Have you, have you read it? Uh, yeah, it's have, so it's, it's so perfectly incremental. Well, it's one of those kind of assistant, assistant, step up, yeah. work through the ranks. Yeah, um, go on, Tim. Good. So that's good. Yes, we're, we're positive about that appointment. One other bit of news is the, the picture that I didn't see uh, was we were doing our podcast yesterday, but it was related to the Six Nations. But uh, it's Daniel Craig in the England rugby dressing room. Um, not only has he gaffer taped around his can of I don't know whether that's beer or Coca Cola or whatever, but obviously that's can, for, can, can I see you got it there? Uh, yeah, that's that. He's, ga- he's gaffer taped around it, um, and that's what's brought it to his attention. It's like, oh look, look at Daniel Craig. He has to worry so much about endorsements and stuff that he 
he can't show anyone what he drinks. But um, what I find heinous is double denim, black and blue du- double denim. Let's have a look at this. I know. So that is a very old school Levi's jacket. That's mm. like a Craig David circa 2001 or seven, seven, like seven days. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember wearing denim jackets before I went to my glass collecting job. <laughs> but if you're going to wear denim jackets, you need to think about your your, your trousers and, and wearing and black black and blue. Never. You might have been on a stag do, double <laughs> denim stag do. <laughs> <laughs> might have been. Might have been. Weekend in Rome. Bad taste. Bad taste. Weekend. Do you know what annoys me about him? Daniel Craig. Yeah, it really annoys me. Like he's there with his can. It's all taped up. He's on his like eighth bond now. He's multi-millionaire because of the franchise. And after every franchise, he comes out with. Bond is a misogynist, sexist, homophobe, yoddy, 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 every damn time. And yet he goes back and takes more money. He's a bit of a hypocrite. Mm. Other news. Let's rattle through these stories then. Come on. It's going to be a short podcast. Dave Atwood. Dave Atwood getting some mental recuperation in Toulon. So I can't work out from his statement, is he fit to go and play for Toulon now? Yeah. So how come he's not playing for Bath? Mm. Well, I don't know the ins and outs. I've no idea. What I read into that is... And you know what? Who's the player that's come out in the last week or so and and talked openly about... I'm not suggesting Dave Atwood is in this situation, but what I'm trying to highlight is that I I took it to be that there's a a mental fatigue. He should be fresh physically, but the whole process has taken a toll mentally. Yeah, you can understand that, can't you? Yeah. I mean, he was playing at such a high level. I mean, before he went down, it was it 2016 he's playing for England, comes off the bench, makes 106 million tackles in 20 minutes? Yeah. And then he just can't get himself right. And yeah, and, and the number of times he's come back thinking he's coming back again and then yeah. something else has happened. Yeah. Oh, on, on injuries as well, can I just say, Sam Jones. How it? Yes. It was just looking like he was getting very close to uh, a return. He so was in. He was in, he was in light training for wasps. He was the guy that Maruitoji yeah. judo through, and gave. I think Dai Young at the time described it as it's. He said it's horrific. It's like four really bad injuries in one. It was a shattered ankle, shattered knee. Um, so it, it was bone and it was ligament. Bone, and ligament, it was cartilage, cartilage ankle, knee, leg, um, and basically. With these Anglo-Welsh Cup weeks, I was thinking, wow, this could be Sam Jones returning. He's come back to light training and has been in pain. Oh. Well, all I'm saying, it just doesn't look good. He's 26 yeah. years old. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. It would really upset me, but it wouldn't surprise me if he had to announce his retirement. But I've heard could... that about six months ago. Well, maybe about four months ago, people were saying that. And but no, yeah, I was just hoping it would continue. I'm, and... I'm hoping it still does. But and a stint in Toulon might help. Yeah, yeah maybe. Well, good luck, Sam Jones, and good luck, Dave Atwood. Yeah, definitely. See you back in the prem. And the other, um, I think you just briefly mentioned it, Tim. Tom James was the player who's yes, that's right. said he's been suffering from depression. Yeah. Hmm. So get well soon. So I'm not Tom suggesting. Well. I'm not suggesting any link with no. uh, Dave Atwood there, but just it, yeah, it, you... it sounded from his thing like it was. Um, let's call it mental fatigue. And you're right, the, the mental side of injuries, I can say from first-hand <laughs> experience, it's not much fun, especially coming back and then immediately getting injured again is awful. So hopefully Atwood can get the right treatment yes. and then get back to playing for Bath and England because it's just another incredibly strong second row yeah, to he, add to their ranks. Yeah, he was dynamite when he's fit. Yeah, he was. Um, 
Haskell. Let's talk about James Haskell. Yeah. So the club have announced that they're parting ways or they will not be renewing his contract. Yeah. Uh, to get into the England 2019 World Cup squad, which is still James Haskell's ambition, he will need to be playing for a Avicii side. Unless there are exceptional circumstances, which, which I can't sure. imagine there would be. No. Well, I actually... Well, so if no one offers him a contract the rate he wants that would apparently class as exceptional circumstances is my understanding from well, good sources hmm well interesting so well, like you know they can't use it to beat him at like hey James here's 20k a year with, yeah. with the academy boys they can't do that but the thing is though let's say so the the numbers are almost irrelevant but if someone if Sale were going to offer him 20k yeah then Newcastle would offer him 30k and yeah, then, then Bath would offer him 40k. Yeah. And then Exeter would offer him 50k. Yeah, okay. And then, so it's and like, 150, say. Yeah, he would is. get his worth. But, he, uh, sorry, he would get his worth in England. But his worth in England might be different to what his worth in France is. Yeah, I, I think there's. Well, if he's in the Premiership, I, you're laughing at me now. One of the clubs I can see being keen on him would be Exeter. Um, I. I could see that. Yeah, I could I, do. I can't see any other team where he'd be as good a fit fit for them. Um, I can't see Bath or Leicester or any. I just can't see it. I think Saracens might might be interested. I think you sign you sign him for a year, maybe two, but you sign him knowing that he could be away with England. I would guess not so much, but I've been saying that for ages. Yeah. He keeps he's in Eddie Jones' squad. Well, he's ahead of Don Armand. Yeah. Uh, how, what, what are we on? Seven, right, let's just go to 27 minutes and we'll get off Don Armand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, what clubs? So the ones that are rumoured at this stage are Northampton. I, yep. can't, I can't see um, it. Bristol. Yes. That's I can, the one I can that makes see most them making sense. a big offer It's a very him. Bristol move. I, if, and Quinns. If I was advising James Haskell, do not go to Bristol. Do not go to Quinns. Although, tell you what, Quinns could use a large dose of Haskell. I mean, they really could. They are so they are so fickle. And actually, wouldn't he work brilliantly with Rob Shaw on the other side? I mean, that would yeah. actually be the way he gets back in the England side. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. So, so I really I, like... But the issue is, and you look at Wasps, and they've said it's just, the salary cap is what it is, yeah. and as a result... But, and they're right to do it as well. And they've got Brad Shields coming in, which makes the decision a bit easier. And it they've does. also got these yeah. young... I mean, we've not even talked about... like. Well, again, they would have thought Sam Jones would be the guy, but Jack Willis yeah. looks a proper player. Yeah. And they've got some really good young guys. And then you look at Quinns. Jay, I really like the look at James Chisholm. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's not bad. And you, you could go, all right, so I don't, I'm, I'm just plucking numbers out of the air here. I think... Um, 200, 200K. Uh, we could spend 200K on James Haskell, who may be away half the season or we could spend less on James Chisholm and have more money to invest elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, You're right. Maybe uh, the best young eight in the country might be the lad in um, Sell Sharks. Can't remember his name. Sam Moore. Sam Moore, very good player. Uh, well, no, but Haskell would be more valuable if he wasn't an England player. Oh, yeah, He's yeah, staying yeah. in an Avicii club to be an England player, so that's, right. so that's going to lower his market value. If he, it is. If England aren't interested, and he's in a hell of a bad position from my point of view, because like the clubs know he wants England... Uh, and uh, it kind of hamstrings him a bit. But say if the England thing doesn't come off, do you know where the smart money is? For me, anyway, it's got to be. It's got to be the Pro Fourteen because it's the only because he is smart enough to know that he'll have played in every major competition on the planet. Then, and as far as I'm concerned, I think Super be Rugby the, Top Fourteen, Japan, Premiership, Avicii, 
Pro, Pro 14? Pro 14. And like that is so saleable. And if there's one thing that he knows, it's how to be saleable. And it just makes so much sense. Like, could you imagine? I tell you, the perfect landing spot for him would be Leinster. I was going to say an Irish province. They don't need him. But absolutely not. I mean, it kind of fits into what they've done in the past. They've got a really good high profile second back row, row usually. Second, second row. That would work. And the other one, Scott Faddy. Dragons. They're splashing some cash. Loads of cash. They've got all that. Is it just eat money? Yep. Dragons are the only Welsh province that I, uh, region uh, that I could I could see <laughs> go, see going. Going for him, the Scottish wouldn't do it. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, I think he. Uh, I. Uh, you know what? I uh, could actually see him retiring. Yeah, I could as well. Which is the other one? A bit like uh, Ugo, Ugo Monia retired at thirty-one to do TV stuff. Yeah, Asco's got so many outside w- interests. World Cup. If he safe fishing, if the door was shut on England, I'd go with you. But while that door's open, he's not going to miss the chance. For You're right. Cup, is he? Harlequins, yeah. Harlequins is his best move. I've decided. Harlequins or Exeter. Hmm. Go to France. Take the money. But uh, Exeter are letting Thomas the Tank go at the end of the season. They are. And he's not a like for like, is he? No. No. But Don Armand not at all. Go to eight. Yeah, he has um, played eight before. And Dave Ewers and Simmons. So as long as you're getting the carrying from your your back row, Dave Ewers, Armand, and Skinner can slot in in the back row and has done. Yeah, as long as you're getting your carrying, it doesn't really matter. Harlequins, go to Harlequins, James. <laughs> not, <laughs> not sale. They're one of the clubs linked with him. Uh, I do you know he would like it in Manchester. He would. Yeah, if you're not in, well, if you're we'd not... love to have him in Manchester with us. We would. <laughs> yes, we we'll would. show you around. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 there on I'm at sale on Tuesday. I'll, I'll float the idea. I, you, I was I was, lis- <laughs> I was listening to uh, James Haskell in the car before. Oh, his, oh, his uh, his mix, his Spotify mix, back row beats. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit uh, kind of hard f- for my taste. EDM. It is back row though, isn't it? It is. Know. Yeah, but it's not outside. It's no chromio. Yeah, it isn't <laughs> outside back beats. <laughs> <laughs> What else is on our agenda then? What else is going on in the rugby world? Uh, good question. It's not a lot, really. Any anything that um, caught your eye? Any standout players from the Anglo-Welsh Tim that you uh, witnessed I, over the weekend? I mentioned him, Jack Willis. Jack Willis, proper player, and I think it probably says everything about how. I mean, you would have watched the the Ulster Wasps game. I think it says Ulster everything. Wasps, Leicester. Uh, uh, sorry. Ulster, oh, sorry. No, the, the, yeah, Ulster sorry. Wasps game the other week. The other week, yes, and, and I did. I think it says everything about what Wasps, and bearing in mind James Haskell is going, I think it says everything about what Wasps think of that guy that they started him yeah. in a Champions Cup game against Ulster. Yeah. And he showed up really well. And he was outstanding. Man of the match with a, with 50 minutes. He's, he's a good player. I'll tell you who else uh, showed up well from the Wasps game today. From the Wasps uh, side. From the Wasps game on Sunday. Sorry, yesterday. Yes. <laughs> um... How was your Monday at work, by the way? Oh, Monday-ish. Very worky. In a, in a kind of only Sunday, and between Sunday and Tuesday kind of day can be. Exactly like that. Um, someone who, if I was him, I would get out of the club because Wasps keep on getting high-profile full-backs. Rob Miller. Yeah, he looked good. He, he looked he looked brilliant. He his did. feet looked good. His hands were excellent. He's, a, he's just like a really well-kept secret, Rob, Rob Miller. Yeah. I mean, he was dynamite in in sale. It's such a um, good player. Yeah, just not that interested really. He should, he needs. Where would he go? Seeing as you've put Haskell to Quinns, 
Where does Rob Miller go? He could go to Exeter. No, I tell you where he will go. He could do because they need a fullback. No, I tell you. Have they not signed someone? (gasps) They're linked with Mike Haley. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I'd go for Rob Miller. Nothing in that, uh, apparently. Um, But he's got another year on his contract, so. Well, I'll tell you where I think Rob Miller will go if he goes somewhere Newcastle. Because Newcastle's whole strategy now is trying. I mean, he's actually a Cumbrian lad. But and he played for Newcastle. Yes, and, and, and Tyndale. And the strategy is to get as many lads from the northeast back to northeast because they believe they can get value. People will take a pay cut to go home. Yeah, hammer, the hammer though. Yeah, yeah. but need more. Need more than one. True. Hmm. Interesting. Watch that one with interest. But yeah, no, yeah. He, he looked really good. Yeah, I like the the look of Harry Simmons, the Leicester scrum half. Yeah, he, nice. he did look good. Uh, he was one of the, the. He was probably the standout player on that Leicester team. Yeah, and you could well see him in a on the bench in Premiership matches. Who was those scrum in the coming weeks? Yeah, Leicester have been so lucky, haven't they, with scrum halves in a way? Because for the longest time they had they had Austin Healy there, who was basically an England scrum half and international caliber guy. Yeah. As soon as he retires, Harry Ellis. Harry steps Ellis. In. As soon as he re- retires, Ben, ben Young steps in. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And now this young Simmons lad. I think that's it. Yeah, I think. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There we go. Do you want to do your predictions for the Six Nations? Because we haven't done any, and uh, we, you know we need to f- uh, fulfil our sponsorship duties. Oh well, yeah. Well, I think on this okay, on this week, we, what has so what? So just to let you in on what happened there, what happened is we all said to each other, right, as soon as England announced their team, because Wales went early on the Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Like four, a full four or four or five days before the match. Good lads. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and we thought, right, okay, cool. So Ireland will follow tomorrow. Yes, they did. Scotland. Yeah. Everyone else. In, all right, we'll England nine thirty bloody yeah. Friday. We'll just let England. We'll, we'll get the England team out of the way. That'll probably come on Thursday latest. Thursday lunchtime. Idiots. Uh, and we thought we'd get a pod out in time. Uh, um, they waited till Friday, so it was kind of well. What's the point? But assuming that England will name their team a lot earlier, as will Wales, Scotland, Ireland. And to think they didn't even give it to the Telegraph early. Oh, normally <laughs> we can rely on the Telegraph to leak it out. Can't yeah, we? but no, not not even that. <laughs> Excuse me. It's a joke. Um, so we will have a. Six Nations preview podcast, uh, thanks to our friends at Leo Vegas, uh, which will come later in the week. Definitely. What if England don't release their teams till 9.30 on a Friday? We we'll re- do it anyway. We record Thursday, no matter what. And okay. we and we we do a Conor O'Shea and we pick any Jones's team for him. <laughs> yeah, it's simple enough, and Do you want me to it? phone Conor O'Shea and ask him what he thinks <laughs> the team will be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, that. Let's do that. Um, but certainly no injury crisis for England. Um, but it'll be interesting. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, well, I'm sure that... 
Ben Young's his replacement. Probably let's let, let's let, that's that's the bet we'll do with Leo Vegas. Leo Vegas, we could probably get him to set us up a bet right now, only for the three of us for right now. Who does Eddie Jones pick up? And we'll know by the time this podcast comes out whether it whether we are right or not. I'm going Richard w- Wigglesworth. Chudders. Ooh, lovely. Uh, Chris Cook. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Chris Cook, a lot of talent, uh, not the right mental attitude 90% of the time. Yeah, who does he remind you of mentally? Who's, who's the player that you most... Well, th- there's elements of, like, uh, Sinclair and Marler. <laughs> yeah. Actually, do you know what? The, the Chris Cook thing's not a mad suggestion because if you think about Eddie Jones's tenure, England play really well with 14 men. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, Chris, just Cook. Chris Cook. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm behind it. I'm trying to think of who else he, he reminds you of someone. It's, it's not Sinclair, it's not someone else. There's an, there is an arrogance and like a swagger about him. No, it, it's, and then he just it's does the some Yeah, just does some. Maybe it's Austin uh, Healy. No, it's Dylan Hartley. Huh. He's, like, he's like the Dylan Hartley of Scrum Hobbs. Well, on that, the um, the referees had their meeting before the Six Nations and they agreed to, one, police put-ins in the scrums. By the way... Which did happen. I didn't mention this before, but I think we might have found ourselves a, a, a new um, Nigel Owens. I can't remember the name the name of the fella, but the guy who refed the Wales game was superb. The French ref. Yeah. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah. One of the best ref performances of... Like, he knew his mind. He let the boys play. Yeah, he absolutely. Anything 50-50 played on... His interpretations may not be exactly what he wanted, but they were consistent. Uh, uh, the only thing that wasn't good was his he didn't have the backup from his TMO. So when he says, is there any reason I can't award the try, was just look at the grounding, not look at the clear forward pass, which <laughs> uh, led to the bonus point. Oh, well, what, what can you do? Um, but they also, uh, the referees, had a meeting and talked about, what was the thing I was saying, scrums and the chippiness, chatting back. Yeah, and I've, again, I'm, I know we're going we're to upset some of our Irish fans when I say this. Now, Wales are particularly bad at it. England do it as well. Everyone does it to a degree. Oh, do you know Ireland what? are particularly bad. I, I, do you know the only downside to this man's character is chippiness, and that's Colin, Owen Farrell. Oh, Owen Farrell, yeah, Conor Murray's awful. At He's it. a scrum off though. I mean, scrum off is part of their DNA. Yeah, yeah, but like Farrell lets himself down Farrell because does he's do it such. A lot. He does. Such complete human, otherwise. Totally. <laughs> a bit. It's the, it's the. You have to draw that line. The total competitor. And do you know who just, doesn't? Who doesn't do that? Who's that? Rob Shaw. Gold, oh. Golden Boy. Golden Boy does not do that. He should have like an extra. Still, you have like walk up stars. Like he should just have a, a little classroom golden star. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just like on, his, on the other side. You know, when the refs go back ten, he just he'll always go back eleven, <laughs> just to make sure. Just to make sure. Is this okay, sir? Am I right? Am I okay? Would you like your RFU branded apple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the man. I come to us ten and took an extra one for you, sir. Oh, an RFU RFU branded Chris Robshaw apple could make <laughs> like a fortune. Is there a pun on on a, on an apple there? I don't know. Let's, I don't know. Let's ask Gabby Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Robshaw. Oh, I, I can't think of one. I'll, I'll think on that. Um, but I, th- I think the. The lesson, the thing we learned, taken out of that, is everyone be more like Chris. Yeah, yeah, be more like Chris. 
Right, I think we're done, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're back with the Six Nations preview podcast. Thanks for listening. If you uh, go back and listen to the Six Nations one, if you haven't already, subscribe. Get your Cornerstone razor with the amazing. Oh, we're not doing Cornerstone this week. Co- damn it. Cornerstone. So, yeah, we have an amazing deal with the razor company Cornerstone. If you're new to the podcast, you won't have heard us talking about this. If you if you're a long time listener, you'll understand we've been talking about it. If you haven't taken us up on this amazing offer, what are you playing at? There are loads of newcomers. I saw an advert between one of the games for uh, one of these shaving things that are trying to do what Hang Cornerstone on, have been doing you're going around the houses here look rugby is a game of razor fine margins yes not our margins because you buy Cornerstone so go out and buy more Cornerstone yes egg ten at checkout Cornerstone forward slash egg chasers only four quid for six your cartridge full of six razors and your engraved aluminium weighty heavy metal shaft precision engineering award winning design four quid less than a pint cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers Go. Let the boys play. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.